The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, it's great to have all of you graduates here. We are uh, so proud of you and so uh, delighted that you would come and, and celebrate with this parish community that has kind of helped raise you in your faith and, uh, and celebrate this, this milestone in your life. You're going to go on now to become the adults in our faith, and you're going to go out now into the world and, and continue uh, to grow, not only in education, but hopefully to grow in faith as well. My hope is that you will truly be open to God as he calls you and shapes you into whatever vocation, into whatever way of life that he is calling you to. And I know no better way of doing that than in prayer, by simply asking God what he is calling you to be or who he is calling you to become. You do have a vocation, and God is calling you to a very unique purpose in this life. There's a type of prayer um, that I could share all of this. This would be helpful to all of us, but in a special way to the high school students, and it's called praying like a pirate. So how to pray like a pirate. This prayer isn't going to get you to anything. To kind of set the mood, I'm going to tell you my favorite, corniest, Catholic pirate jokes, okay? You guys know some of the pirate jokes? Here are the Catholic ones, all right? Why do pirates like going to confession? Because they love to say the act of contrition. Oh my God, I am heartily sorry. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, you like that one. Who, who is the, who's a pirate's favorite woman? Who? Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Yeah, that was pretty good too, wasn't it? All right, we'll end with my favorite. Are you ready for this? What's a pirate's favorite prayer? The Our Father, you got it, good, all right, great. Okay, whew, we got that aside. Okay, so here's how you pray like a pirate. It's R, okay? A-R-R-R. -R -R. That's the acronym, how to pray like a pirate. That's the whole point of those jokes. This is how you pray like a pirate. The first is acknowledge. So first you acknowledge whatever's going in in your heart, whatever your desires are, whatever your wants are, whatever your feelings are. First of all, you take a moment to acknowledge. It's just being aware of what is going on in your heart. The second step of this praying like a pirate is to then relate. You relate it to God in some way. So not only do you acknowledge what's going on in your heart, what you're feeling, but then you, re you relate it to God. You tell God, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now, God. <coughs> and you may ask him a question. You may tell him what you're feeling. Uh, you may just vent for a little bit. But in some way, you relate it to God. The third R is to receive. This is usually the most difficult R because we have to then stop and listen and receive whatever God wants to give in us and do in us. We receive what God gives us. And then the fourth R is 
to respond back to God. So to give God some kind of response, like, okay, God, I don't want to do that, or, hey, that sounds great, to respond to God in some way. The ultimate model that we have of perfect prayer is Mary. So Mary, and we're celebrating the Feast of the Trinity today, of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mary, in her prayer, because she was so open to receiving God, received the Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit came into Mary. So I'm going to use this acronym and kind of go through how Mary prayed and then help us all realize how we can do this too. So a moment that forever changed Mary's life, completely changed her way of life, was the Annunciation. So Mary was a teenager like you guys, okay? She was engaged to be married. She lived in Nazareth. She was getting ready to marry Joseph. She was a virgin. Mary was still a virgin. And she had this encounter with God in prayer. And so the first thing that happened is the angel came to Mary and spoke to her. And uh, Mary, her feelings initially were she was greatly troubled and didn't understand what this greeting was. So the first thing that happened is Mary acknowledged her feelings. She was troubled and did not understand what was going on. Doesn't that happen to us a lot? All of a sudden we'll hear something or see something or feel something and we're troubled. We don't know what's happening. Here's the problem, at least my problem, is when that happens, I start to think about it and analyze it, right? And I start to like think of solutions and try to get my way out of it or uh, figure out what I want to do. If we do that, well, we're going to drive ourselves nuts. Because the second step of the ARRR prayer is to relate it to God. So it's one thing for you to have troubles in life and to not understand what's going on, to not know where you're going, to not have direction, to be anxious about going to college, to be excited, whatever. But if that's all you do, you're going to just kind of deal with it yourself. So the second step is to relate it to God. And so Mary, she was troubled at what was going on in her life, and then she related it to God. She said to God, what sort of greeting must this be? So she related that to God. She asked God a question. What sort of greeting is this? And then the next step is to receive. So Mary, after, after asking the question, she didn't just keep talking. She at some point stopped and listened to what the Holy Spirit wanted to say to her. And the Holy Spirit wanted to say to Mary, and what the Holy Spirit did say is, Mary, you will conceive in your womb and bear the Son of God, and he will be called Jesus. So Mary received what God said to her, and then came the fourth step. She responded. And Mary's response was, let it be done to me according to your will. And it forever changed her life. And God was brought into the world through that encounter. The same thing can happen with you in prayer. And uh, today we celebrate Trinity Sunday, and the idea with Trinity Sunday is that we have a God who wants to relate to us. He's, he's one being, but three persons. And God desires to relate to us as Father, as Son, and as Holy Spirit. And in our prayer, we can relate to God in all three of these persons. People will often say to me, um, you know, usually when I pray, I'm very comfortable talking to Jesus, but I don't know how to talk to the Father. Or the Holy Spirit's kind of elusive. I don't know how to pray to the Holy Spirit. Um, well, this is how you do it. I mean, this is one way you can do it. It's through A-R-R-R, -R -R, pray like a pirate. 
So firstly, St. Ignatius, um, who kind of developed this whole form of prayer called a colloquy, and it's basically just talking to God. St. Teresa of Avila said that prayer is a close, intimate sharing between friends. That's what this is. It's a close, intimate sharing between friends. So firstly, we can go to Mary because Jesus gave Mary as our mother. You know, at the foot of the cross as he was dying, the last act of love that he did for us is he gave us this mother Mary. And Mary loves when we come to her. You know, even more so than your own mother, you can go to Mary with anything. There's no problem too small or too great. Mary will love when you come to her with anything that you have. And so first, begin by acknowledging. You know, so help me out here, teens. What are some of the things that you're feeling right now as you're going, getting ready for college? You're graduating from high school. What are you feeling? Excited. Okay, good. Give me a couple other feelings. Yep. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, right? A lot of stuff going on. What else? From over here. Nervous. nervous a little nervous. What about you? <coughs> nervous. Give me one more. Anxious. Okay. Those are real feelings, right? Excited. Overwhelmed. Nervous. Anxious. Um, all of those, that's great material to take to prayer. You know, sometimes we think we have to kind of get ourselves in order before we go talk to God, but this is perfect for prayer. So first of all, we acknowledge you're anxious, you're excited, you're overwhelmed, you're nervous. There's a lot of mixed emotions going on. We'll acknowledge that. Now, if I were you, and I were going to take that to prayer, that's what I would say. Hey, God, I'm graduating right now. I'm excited. And I'm a little bit anxious because I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm overwhelmed because I'm like trying to wrap up everything in high school and I got graduation parties and, and I'm anxious now. Can you help me with this? And so you relate that in some way to God. So instead of just dealing it with yourself, because normally that's what I do, I like get more and more anxious and get more and more worried. But if you talk to God and tell him how you're feeling, God, I'm anxious, I'm excited, I'm nervous. Relate it to God. And then receive. In some way, God wants to address that with you. He may want to calm your fears. He may be telling you that your anxiousness or worriness, maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe he's protecting you from something. Maybe if you are overwhelmed, God wants to say to you, just give it to me. Let me take care of it. Enjoy this time. I don't know, in some way, God wants you to receive something from him. So that would be the third part, is to receive whatever God wants to give to you. And then the fourth is to respond. You respond back in some way. And your response might be, well, God, I'm still feeling nervous, okay? So that's what you do. Then you go, so say you start with, with Mary. You tell Mary she's your mother. Mary, I'm really excited. I'm kind of nervous, okay? So you feel that, you acknowledge it, and then you, you um, relate it. Mary, I'm excited, I'm nervous. After you relate it, you receive. Mary might say to you, my child, I'm with you. I'll take care of everything, okay? Then after receiving, you respond. You say, Mary, wow, that's great. I love having you with me. Then you go to Jesus, and you say, Jesus, I'm feeling a little bit better because now I know I got this mother with me all the time. But I got to tell you, I'm still feeling kind of overwhelmed with everything I have going on. You relate that to Jesus. Then you what? Receive. Listen to whatever Jesus is going to say to you. And maybe he'll say to you, I'm the good shepherd. I will lead you and protect you. And then you respond and you say, 
Thank you, Jesus. I want you to be my good shepherd. Then you go to the Father. You acknowledge. You say, Father, I'm feeling pretty peaceful now. And I'm really glad that Mary and Jesus are with me. I'm feeling very peaceful. I'm still a little bit overwhelmed. Do you have anything you want to say to me? And you ask him the question. And the Father might say to you, You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. I will be with you through everything. And then you respond and say, Oh, wow, I love having you as a father. And then you go to the Holy Spirit, okay? And you experience the Holy Spirit however you might. Maybe it's through wind or through its air or through its your breath. You breathe in and you, same thing. How do you feel? Well, I'm, I'm kind of feeling empowered now, Holy Spirit. I feel at peace. I feel like you've given me direction. Where do you want me to go in life? And you listen. And then the Holy Spirit will in some way speak to you and you receive that response. The Holy Spirit might say, I want you to be married. Or I want you to, to go and change the world. Or I want you to be a priest. Or I want you to be a, a nun. Who knows what the Holy Spirit will say to you. Like Mary, it could change your life forever. And then, in some way, you respond. Let it be done to me according to your will. So this is a wonderful way that we can really allow God <coughs> and our lives to come together. You know, so often we experience life by ourselves. We try to solve our problems alone. We try to, to work through our own anxieties and fears. And all of this, God wants to be a part of it. You know, and as St. Teresa said, prayer is genuinely um, friends coming together and sharing their feelings and thoughts. It's intimate sharing between friends. And one of the ways that we can do this is by praying like a pirate. So first of all, A is acknowledge, R is relate, R is receive, and the fourth one is respond. So in these four ways, you can truly allow God to guide the course of your life. I invite you and I encourage you to do that every day of your life, to really spend some time in prayer, to let God take control of your life, to let him take any worries or anxieties or feelings you have of being overwhelmed, and you, like Mary, may find your life on a direction that you never expect. And you will help to bring God into this world, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.